Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. Now, if you want to talk about uh, guns, why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? Tell you why. For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner in the black community. Why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit. But they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah, the best way you can destroy a people, you take away their ability to reproduce themselves. Who is it that's dying out here on these streets every night? Y'all, y'all, y'all. My people should get an education which would benefit their own people and not an education adding to the storehouse of their teacher. We need education, but an education which will remove us from the shackles of slavery and servitude. Get an education, but not an education which leaves us in an inferior position and without a future. Get an education, but not an education that leaves us looking to the slave master for a job. Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast, beloved. This is your brother VJ. And we're going to have a real adult conversation today. We're talking about the village and black entertainers and ASAP Rocky and rap artist Jim Jones and coach Deion Sanders. And beloved, ultimately, we're just going to talk about how the white man ice is colder. <laughs> So we just going to talk about some current events and uh, there's an old saying, old parable, old story from the village, right? You know, my great grandfather told this to my great grandfather and then my great grandfather told it to my granddad who told it to my pops who told it to me. And it was a story about the mind of the black consumer. And the name of the story is called The White Man Ice is Colder, right? If you never heard of this concept or this story, I'm just going to tell it to you as it was told to me, right? There are two merchants on the block. They're selling ice. One original man and one devil. The original man name was Mr. Jenkins. The devil was named Mr. Dickens. Right, both merchants were selling ice. The black consumer goes to Mr. Jenkins first and he takes a look at the bag of ice and he asks Mr. Jenkins about the price. So, Mr. Jenkins says, I want 25 cents for this one pound bag of ice. So, the black consumer he goes into his trunk of his car, he pulls out a scale, he weighs the bag first. He wants to make sure that the bag is really a pound like it's supposed to be, and it is. And then he takes a look at the price again 25 cents. He thought that was a good, decent price for the bag of ice. And then he took out like a thermometer and he just stuck it inside the ice bag just to make sure it was the right temperature, whatever that temperature is. And then, after all that testing and taking a look at it, he just told Mr. Jenkins. Well, he's not really sold on the bag of ice just yet. He want to talk to his competitor, you know, his competitor across the street. No problem. No, not a big deal. So the black consumer, he goes across the street. He's talking to, to the devil, Mr. Dickens. He noticed the first thing about the price was different. He noticed that Mr. Dickens wanted 50 cent for his bag of ice that was also one pound. 
But it was something a little bit more different about how this black consumer handled Mr. Dickens because he didn't pull out the thermostat to check the ice or the thermometer or whatever. He just didn't check the temperature. He didn't feel it was necessary. He didn't pull out the scale to weigh it. All Mr. Dickens said was it's a one pound bag of ice at a good price. And actually, again, the price of Mr. Dickens price, the devil, it was twice as much as the black consumer's brother. But you know what? We all have the right to shop and spend our money like we want. Well, the black consumer end up buying the ice from the devil, Mr. Dickens. Double the price, everything. He threw the bag of ice in the trunk. He's closing it up. He's going to get in the car and pull off. But before he pulled off, Mr. Jenkins called, hey, brother, let me talk to you real quick. I just got to ask you a question. So the black consumer gets out the car. And he said, yeah, what's up, Mr. Jenkins? I got to help. He said, I'm just curious, man. I'm, I'm just curious. You know, my bag of ice is 25 cent. Mr. Dickens ice is double the price of mine. He said, I'm just wondering what can I do to make my business better? I mean, what can I do? You know, what compelled you to buy the ice? for Mr. Dickens and the black consumer said well his ice was colder than yours <laughs> so let's have a conversation <laughs> so let's have a conversation about the white man ice being colder right how about we do that and um, I want to put this on the table because you will notice the way that we spell white on Real Black Contents Forum podcast may be a little different than what you're used to, right? Uh, we do not spell white W-H-I-T-E. We spell white in its original form of W-I-G-H-T, right? Because W-I-G-H-T means devil. White means devil. We're not making it up. You don't got to take my word for it. You can go look it up yourself. In fact, uh, Mr. Dickens, that is a commonly known term for white folks. Dick, Rich, Dickens, you know, but Dickens means devil too, right? So sometimes we just not throwing the words out and don't be spooky. Devil just means adversary. But for years on top of years and decades on top of decades and centuries on top of centuries, these folks have been identifying themselves as the devil and the adversary the entire time we just never listened to so if you got some indigestion right and you got something not feeling well a little queasy in your stomach and they give you a remedy because they understand the science of colors of health and green means health this is why if you're not feeling well and you need energy and you need power you tap into the green fruits and the green vegetables and they understand this science of coloring. So if you need energy and you need a pick me up and you got some indigestion, they say go get a Sprite. Go get you a Sprite. Go into the oh, go in the refrigerator and grab you a Sprite and see if you can calm your upset stomach. And But the word Sprite. S-P-R-I-T-E means devil as well. Devil, demon, elf. So this is just what it is when you're dealing with these people. <laughs> you see, you got to look at the words that they're saying. And then when they do say a word, 
You know what I mean? You just kind of have to. It's all about how the pronunciation is very important. Because they can pronunciate it one way, but when you're dealing with a man with a double tongue, he doubles up the words to confuse you. Because if you look at the original words or the words from the beginning, it's more straight. So he gives you a bunch of definitions. A bunch, but it's all, it sounds the same. But the definitions are different. So you can have right, or you can have like we going right in direction, or you can have the word right. He talks double talk. There, 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 you know. <laughs> Maybe all that is a different story for a different day. We call him the white man. But beloved, when you come on this podcast and we're saying white, we're saying W-I-G-H-T. Now, just taking a look at the current events. Our brother ASAP Rocky. From Harlem. New York City rap artist. With Rihanna, who was a billionaire baby mama. Um... It's something about black men in America. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it's a very interesting family dynamic where nobody wants to sign on as a husband. Everybody is, you know, we talked about it on this podcast before. We call our own people, our own brothers. You know, the black man is the he's the baby mama making champion in America. If you want your niece or your daughter or your granddaughter. To be a baby mama, the probability just went up if they were an original man, unfortunately, because this goes back to what Mr. Muhammad was talking about, education. What would make a black man, ASAP Rocky, put a European fashion house from Italy, Florence, Italy, a house that was built and founded by Gucciio Gucci, who's the founder, right? What would make a black man put a European fashion house brand in his hair or tattoo it on his body or just wear the clothes like what would make you do that it all goes back to education it all goes back to the white man ice is colder the price could be better everything could be better he's just not going to do it this is a demonstration that our people need real education because anytime a solution for something is being part of the, just be a part of the problem. Just go in the building and be a part of the problem. No, beloved, that's not getting your own is real education. I can remember back in the day, Kanye was on, uh, he was on Swaymo on the show. And Kanye was so bent on getting into these people, industries and businesses and factories and just changing the game up. He just, we just need a shot. We need a shot and sway with education saying beloved you can do it by yourself you're Kanye everybody loves you brother you can do it yourself and Kanye we was just no no we need to get into these fashion house and do it and do it and learn then after going into these European fashion house with his shoes clothes with whatever after it was all said and done Kanye came back and said you know what Sway you was right we could have just did this all on our own. We're we're the whole thing. We're the whole talent. Now we see it because they're begging the brother to come back, and they're begging him. You know what I mean? Maybe that's a different story for a different day. The white man ice is colder. Young brother in the hip hop industry business. What would make you put Gucci in your head, bro? With a billion dollar baby mama, with a bit with a billion dollar woman on your arm. What would just make a black man do that? Education. 
Yo, if we just went back in history, right? And we just talking about Gucci as a European fashion brand. All right. I can remember in 2019, it was like a big push to boycott Gucci. Spike Lee, who's a New York film producer, he was all in on it. Uh, T.I. was in on it because, you know, Prada had did a uh, Prada and Gucci had did some like a blackface thing. You know what I mean? When it came to Gucci, they made like a sweater. It was a sweater. If you guys can't remember, but the sweater, it was like a turtleneck, but it went all the way up over the face. When you pulled it up over the lower half of the face, it was blackface. You know what I mean? So Spike Lee, he comes out, he takes his Instagram and he's like, yo, he did a big old post. I Spike Lee of sound mind and body. He had no longer wear Prada Gucci until they hire some black designers. When you hear that, that's coon talk. The remedy for racist behavior is just hire some more black folk. But when you kind of hire some more black folk, you're bringing your talent, your soul, your mind, and your energy into your enemy's house to build it up. Your labor is building the house up. It's not tearing it down. Really in America, if you want to tear down something and get rid of something, you become the competitor. It's competition which fuels everything in America. So this is how, um, you know, Montgomery Ward could be a powerhouse. There was an old company back in the day called Montgomery Ward. But Sears was a powerhouse. Sears put Montgomery Ward out of business. Then, because this is all competition. And then later you will get Walmart. Walmart will come along. And then Walmart is putting Sears out of business. You see what I'm saying? And then another company comes. So it's the competition. We don't like something. It's the competition that fuels your business acumen to put the other people out of business. But that's a person with proper education. Not black folks. They sell black folks on if you don't like Montgomery Ward and they got a racist behavior, don't get out and get your own. They need to hire more black CEOs and more black store presidents and more black. This is the game that they play with us. And then they put the guys that's at the very quote unquote top of the culture to speak for us. I just thought we was I just I see a guy with Gucci put in his head. I'm thinking, man, this dude been all around the world. What education do you have where you have put a European fashion house brand on your head? Man, you it goes back to Mr. Muhammad, the education. And then it goes back to the white man I just called her. Because we know he's not gonna put no black owned brand. Many of us couldn't even name black owned brands. That's we can't take them around the world. We're too busy taking Reebok and Nike and everything else around the world. But it's our soul that's selling the merchandise. See. When you're great and you're a black American, you're known around the world. The great white man is just known in America. He's not really known nowhere. We know LeBron James around the world. We know Michael Jordan around the world. That's our greats. Larry Bird is their great. They just know him in America. Nobody knows Larry Bird in Africa. Nobody nobody knows Larry Bird in Australia. Nobody knows him in the Asian world. They don't know the guy. Everybody knows Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, peace be upon him, was known around the world. Nobody knows Madonna. You go to South America, they don't know who Madonna is. They don't know who Madonna is in Australia. They don't know who she is in the age. They don't know her. So a black great is different than a white. A black great is known around the world. You can 
you're you're known everywhere. They're not known everywhere. They're just known here. So you you're the reason they can sell anything. Kanye is it should be an eye opener to everybody on the planet living. One guy, one guy, one guy steps away from a company. Adidas is a worldwide company with over one hundred thousand employees. Think about this. 100,000 employees. One guy, an original man, walking away is crumbling the whole company. Just one guy. That means Nike can't make it without Jordan. And his handlers, Michael Jordan, should walk up in that room and say, we need 50% from this. From this point going forward, we need 50%. Or we're going to start saying something about small hats to make us. We're going to do the Kanye with y'all. But they're not going to do that. Because... They do not have proper education because the white man ice is colder. <laughs> this is why niggas is putting the Gucci logo in their head. This is why the remedy for coon niggas is telling our people and taking to their Twitters and Instagrams when they are offended by these fashion houses. We need more black designers. All right. Since we need so many more black designers. So many more black employees. We got a problem with the NFL. We need more black coaches. The answer is more black employees is the answer. Then we go to 2022. We're still talking about Gucci. Another NYC artist from Harlem. Just so happened to be from Harlem. Jim Jones. He goes live in a Gucci store. Alleging that they got racial profiling going on and i just spent twenty nine thousand. i'm in the vip section ain't nobody coming here and show me no courtesy no amenities no nothing i mean he they didn't give me no Isa came up in here and Isa spent all my money and massa ain't give me no water he didn't give me nothing and bro who brags about being in the store for an hour a retail store i'm in a he's not at the barbershop you know what I'm saying? He's not at the hair salon with his girl. He's not at the massage parlor. Who goes into a retail store and hangs around for an hour to get good service and don't get good service and don't leave? Instead of him just leaving, saying, I'm taking, I'm leaving, I'm taking my money with me. He complains about he's spending all kind of money with these folks and he's not getting the treatment that he should get. Well, just leave, brother. No. One with proper education will just leave. But when you taught that the white man ice is colder, you don't leave. Well, Jim eventually did leave because he talked about he spent over a hundred thousand dollars in Gucci in the last three months. Just think about this. This is this is real Negro shit. He spent one hundred thousand dollars in the Gucci store in three months. He makes a fit. He leaves the Gucci store. He goes because this went viral. So he leaves the Gucci store. Then he go to Birdoff. This is Birdoff Goodman Men's store. That's probably the one he's talking about on like Fifth Avenue. You're talking about New York City. So the only Birdoff I know is the one over there by um, around the block from the Army Plaza over there in New York City. So he goes live back over there and he's bragging about they're treating me good over here. We've been it's been a real bag as a because the white man ice is colder, bro. Big, big difference in bird off. <laughs> big difference when you pop in that bag in bird off, baby. Hey, fuck. Hey, fuck. <laughs> you heard?
cheers when you get the bird off. You heard me? Playing with us like that, like we ain't even dropping that bag for years. Make sure Chris get a tip. You heard me? You heard me? You heard me? You got everything for you, nigga. Stop playing with us out here. You get Bird. You're going to get drippy. You're not, you're not going to stop the skipper from getting dripper. You heard me? You dig me? Shots the bird off. We going shopping. Video almost done. Whoa. We got one more. We got one more stop to make. Then we going to GBs and, and buy all the sneakers. You heard me? The white man ice is colder. We have we as a village. It is imperative, beloved, that we become reeducated. Now they can't get nobody with knowledge itself to do this. You can't do. Because it almost it changes your viewpoint on everything when you do have a knowledge yourself. Deion Sanders can be at the down there at the Tigers. They can be 17 and 2, right? Um then they just cause they're dominating down there. You know what I mean? I think that's the 2021 season, 17 and 2. And then he can just leave there and go to a bottom of the barrel. White institution league, and they just all of a sudden the ticket sales go up. Everything, yeah, it's gonna go up. You're there. This is how anything go up. You're there. But just to think, why would a person leave from a high level HBCU that he that he's building? The team is doing well. They're making money. All this old kind of stuff. Because I'm hearing some things like, well, he giving parts of the check back. All of that is good. You know, he he jumped on uh, one time. He just he said somebody like, went in the locker, stole a cell phone. Stole his wallet and shit like that where he's playing the game. Everything should be on a high level. And I agree. But let's not act like you just finna go to Colorado and it's finna be some utopia shit. Boy, you finna get some real deal. Cause you finna you you around all devils now. You, you, your children gonna be treated different. You're gonna be treated different. Funny things gonna be said. You're gonna go through some shit up there too. See, listen, listen. When you're dealing with, with people groups, everybody come with baggage. My village gonna come with a bag. It's gonna come with baggage. Being around black folk come with baggage. But it's it's not as if you're gonna get your ass up and leave from being around your own people and get around some Asians or some red folk or some brown folks and some and some devils, and you're not gonna have every group come with some baggage. We know the baggage that you're gonna get when you get up in Colorado. You're not gonna get on the microphone and say it. You're not just like you took to the microphone and we're talking about Dion. He's not going to get up. If, if some shit come up missing up there in Colorado, he's not going to. Some cars get spray painted. Some windows get busted out of. Don't act like, bro, you just finna move into a neighborhood over there in Colorado. Everybody finna accept you. Hey, man. Goddamn LeBron James was out there in California. They spraying shit to this very two, three years ago. They still spraying shit on this house in L.A. Nigga, go back to goddamn Cleveland. What you out here for? Just because you, but he come out and say that. You think you finna go and be the only spot out there in goddamn Colorado and you're not going to deal with it. But you know what, beloved? We get it. It goes back to education. The white man ice is colder. We get it. The white man ice, daddy them told me about folk like y'all. Man, I ain't going to lie, man. If you want to just be around some devils, just say, look. I like being around devils. I'm comfortable around these devils. Just say it. Don't come up and tell me God told you. You know, we, we always stop putting everything on God. <laughs> Some people look at it. like, God told you to go. We put God in everything. God gave you the wife. <laughs> God gave you the oven. Then when you start having problems with it, all of a sudden, 
God didn't give you the wife, but he didn't give you the husband. You know what I'm saying? Cause we made God the matchmaker. Now we taking God and we put him in the HR department. So when God told me to go to this job, I said, well, wh where's the guy that they going to tell you to be boss? Because we want that. We need this. We don't need no more because we got the greatest guy to be an employee. Where's the guy that's going to make us the head? Because this guy we got, he keeps telling us to get a job. <laughs> So where where's the guy Big Mama talked about that said he gonna make it a head, not the tail? Cause this some tail. When you're the employee, you're the tail. Did you hear me, black man and black woman? When you are the employee, you're the tail. <laughs> the head is the owner. Mama done told us that God wanted us to be the head and not the tail. <laughs> but maybe, maybe I heard it wrong. But what I did hear right when Daddy them was talking was, see the white man eyes is colder. We got to get proper education, beloved. When I see an original man with a Gucci thing in his head, I'm like, bro, it's time for ownership. And we ain't got to always just mimic that man. It's enough money that we can start our own leagues, our own everything. You know, I'm going to tell you where I used to always think to myself, right? Because when I have my conversations, I'm on the devil's platform. This is why if you kind of you notice me, I say comment. I don't ask you to subscribe. Like, no, nah, this ain't my channel. He get Suzanne get mad at me. She's a small hat. It's a small hat named Suzanne. She runs YouTube. If she don't like what I say, they can push the button and just kick me out. They can do some community guidelines. They be you've been wilding anyway. They just put me on out this motherfucker. So I don't ask nobody to subscribe. This ain't mine. They can wake up. Alex Jones just showed everybody in America this ain't for real, for real. They all can go in a room and then just push a button and get rid of you. And what can you do? Nothing. But now, all of a sudden, after they pushed the button, Alex Jones got his own website. He should have had his own website from the very beginning. I don't know. That's devil business. Maybe that's a different time. But, you know, different story, different day. Ownership, though. Ownership through the process of real education. How much more are you going to get these folks, man? The most inspiring story you can see is Kanye West at Adidas. They're begging that dude to come back now. Yo, my little cud dropped a fire podcast on that. I'm talking about man. Yo, you got, <laughs> yo, you gotta go to the man podcast, man. DK the truth, and he dropped some fire on that. They begging the original man to come back. We're not surprised though because we know this how it works. We know this is the game they play. It doesn't work if you see the way it, the way that it goes. You in the front, they in the back. Something about your energy, you have the spirit, the great spirit of influence on you. You draw people to you and they're making the money off of you. When you get out of the way and you say, I want my own factory, I want my own league, I want to do my own thing, then it becomes different. We don't need Floyd Money Mayweather spending a billion dollars to get a team in the NBA or the NFL, man, it'll cost you a tenth of that to get your own league. Start your own arena league. Do your own thing. But what they do is they sell you on employeeship. So now the NFL problem is they need more black coaches. They need more black coaches. You don't need no black coaches. You need your own league. N-E-E-D league. And then they got, man, listen, uh, Josh McDaniels, I hope I'm saying the dude, man, he's a devil. 
he used to coach for um he used to be out there for Bill Belichick, if I'm not mistaken. Then I seen Josh run over, and I, I don't even watch football like that. I just don't. But you can see a guy pop up. Josh McDaniels is he should be, and I'm hope I'm saying his name right. But he should be like motivation to get your own league for every black person that that's aspiring to be in NFL in any shape, form, or fashion, especially in the realm of coaching. Because this dude is a loser. He was next to Bill Belichick. He left there. I believe he went to Denver. Every fucking where the devil go. He loses everywhere. They keep giving him job after job after job after job. That should make every black man say, it's time to do our own thing. Like, this shit ain't it. It's time to do our own league. I don't care if we had to start off small with Arena League. This is not it because, yo... It's a slap in the face that this dude can get all these jobs in the NFL and y'all can't get one. It's time to roll. It's time to go. But if they do give you a job, they can put your ass. You're going to be at the Lions somewhere. <laughs> you're going to be at Detroit Lions. <laughs> They're going to put you on a losing, losing, losing ass team. And then once you be there, you lose a couple of seasons. They're going to find your ass because that's how they play it. And when the team becomes good and it's, they start stacking the team with great players. They put a devil in the coaching position. They don't like you, bro. They don't like you, sis. They don't like, they really don't like the sisters. You don't think sisters' brain power is just as strong as a male? You don't think a sister can sit down and, and draw up strategy? Because we're talking about professional sports. That's their strategy. If we really want to keep it all the way real, check it out. You don't think the black woman especially... If anybody should be a great coach, it's the black woman because many of our women, see, they have almost mastered the technique as a single mom of getting these kids in the NFL and NBA anyway, right off the gate. They mastered that because they the ones taking your black ass to practice and all this and all that. You don't think that she can sit there and um, figure out how everything's supposed to work strategy wise? You don't think she can do that? Who do you think? Listen. If you talk to a lot of these brothers in the NFL, because some of them become like what we call son husbands. But when you talk to black men in the NFL and the NBA and the first thing they do when they get their big check, they buy their mama house. It's because it's the mother that took them to all these practices and it's their mom that forced them to go in the backyard to work on their game. Because she was so embarrassed that you was a sucker. She's like, man, you looking so bad out there. So she'll bring your ass home and make you do that jump shot all day. She'll pull you in the backyard and make you do those pads and do these hidden drills all day. You don't think she can make strategy? Of course she can. But you know what? If you want to see the brilliance of the black woman, the man needs to go out, the black man, and build something so his woman can be a coach at an athlete at so she can show her brain power she's pushing out the babies you don't think she can push out the strategy but see they convince our men to be a part of so us as black men we don't build our sisters no hospital they got listen black women are nurses everywhere we don't build them hospitals we don't build them anything we let the devil do it and we try to we too busy trying to get on his goddamn <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> I'm going to leave that shit alone. <laughs> I'm going to leave that shit alone. I'm like, bro. Listen, we going on our, so we going on our Instagrams 
hollering because the devil didn't bring us, Massa didn't bring us no water, and we spent a hundred thousand dollars in his fat. But they, they don't need your money. They don't need them nigga pennies. Come on, man. You know Gucci did nine billion dollars in revenue in 2019. What you ever did complain about? They ain't bringing no water. They don't need to bring no water. <laughs> Take your black ass over to Fubu. <laughs> Peace, black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. Thank you guys for hanging out. The white man ice is colder. But, beloved, when you had the knowledge yourself, you know it is not. Until next time, man, this is your brother VJ. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace. We've been in Gucci for about an hour. Right? And we in Gucci in the VIP. Like two hours. Right? Since we came in here having nobody came and showed us no courtesy, no amenities, no nothing. Period. Not even a drink of water. Asked to speak to manager. Send me a black guy out here to start telling me some bullshit. So they got the black guy racial profiling on black people. Asked to speak to manager bigger than him. Everybody disappeared. Ain't nobody come out yet. I still ain't getting I still ain't getting no sparkling water. I still ain't getting no champagne. I still ain't getting nothing. They won, they won. I didn't have a salesperson inside of my VIP suite the whole time I was there. I had to keep screaming for VIP people to help me out. Now everybody don't know where the real manager is. You heard? It's it's tired. I'm tired of this. We spending all this money as entertainers inside these stores. They hire these black people, and these black people are more racist than white people when they get their job inside of Gucci. All of a sudden, you, you stop playing with us, bro. Still haven't seen a manager yet. Still haven't seen a manager yet. Since I'm talking to you right now, manager still hasn't popped out of Gucci. And the bill is like 29000 but we didn't pay that yet. You heard? Why would we? They still haven't sent a manager or bottle of sparkling water or anything that says that we appreciate your service for being in here in Gucci and spending that bag. The big one. The big one. They sent this guy. What is he possibly going to do? You heard? What is he going to do? Is what I want to know. Still haven't seen a manager. Is there a manager that works here or everybody's just a worker?